welcome to the Rainsville Educational Podcast. This podcast is used to help train and equip believers to become disciple makers to serve God's kingdom through the local church. Enjoy this next session as we talk about this week's spiritual rep. Welcome back to another week here on The Rep, and I hope my voice finds you in a good place, especially in the midst of the chaos, the pandemic, and everything else going on in the world these upcoming weeks. As you may recall from last week, we launched into a new series titled, What Is?, which is really focusing on defining and explaining a lot of commonly used terms in Christianity and especially those terms that act more like umbrella terms, uh, words for large ideas. As I said last week, and I'll say it again, this is important because as Christians, we ought to care about words. We're people of the book, that is the Bible, uh, which contains a lot of words, and we especially care about every gracious word that we read in the Bible. And rightfully so, for one wrong word could make all the difference. So words matter, And the way that we understand those words matter as well. And so I hope this series helps you as we work through various topics and navigate hopefully some interesting words for you and the ideas that they espouse. So here we go. What is theology? What is theology? I think the best way to answer this question is to give the very broad spectrum definition first then give a couple of narrow definitions, and then explain really how theology is developed and what the goal of it all is. And so here's the broad spectrum, 50,000 foot view level definition. Theology is the study of, that's the ology part, the study of God. Theo, God, the study of God, that is theology in a nutshell. Now, if your first thought is, that's a pretty big study, Uh, then I would quickly agree. Uh, It's a topic that is infinite because God is infinite. And so the study of God, it, it never really ends. There's always more to learn, always more to understand, always more to marvel at. It's a big topic for sure and a topic that you could really spend an eternity learning about and still not reach the end of it. Not even the surface of all to be learned. Now, I imagine the next question that you might have is with a topic that momentous and that magnificent, where do I begin? This is where I think the narrower definitions could help since they define certain angles of the larger term theology. Essentially, I think about three areas of theology uh, that most people would benefit from. There is first, systematic theology. Perhaps you're interested to learn what the entire Bible collectively teaches about something. Well, if that's the case, then the systematic theology would be the book that may pique your interest. Typically, these systematic theologies are used to develop a method or system of categorizing everything that the Bible teaches about any given topic. So if your discipleship group wants to do some extra study and explore what the entire Bible teaches about prayer, then a systematic theology book would be an appropriate place to begin gathering that type of information. A good starting book to explore for systematic theology would be Wayne Grudem's Systematic Theology, or as I have often called it to the students, the Big Blue Book. There is also 
Secondly, historical theology. So perhaps you would like to explore how the church came to understand the atonement of Christ. Or maybe you wish to study how the doctrine of justification by faith alone has developed over the past 2,000 years. Then a historical theology book would be a good place to look to gather such information. Typically, and I think this is a vital piece of information for learning, these historical theologies will also include erroneous ideas about doctrines, typically called heresies, so that the student can see how a certain person strayed from sound doctrine in hopes of avoiding the same conflict. If history is doomed to repeat itself, uh, then perhaps we're wise to study it to make sure we don't repeat some of the same mistakes that have came before us. A good starting point, or a good starting book to explore the angle of this type of theology would be Greg Allison's Historical Theology, the Big Green Book, as I've often called it, and it's often read alongside of Grudem's Big Blue Book. Lastly, there is Biblical Theology. Perhaps you wish to study the Biblical idea of covenant, that word, uh, which is a word that is used for the entire Biblical narrative, including Old and New Testament. So let's assume you've looked at a systematic theology book, but you felt you wanted to study more precisely how covenants were used between the Lord and Israel in the Old Testament. Well, a biblical theology, and notably an Old Testament theology, will probably be the type of source you need to consult for that type of information. It's going to focus more on the historical development of the doctrine in the larger narrative line of the Scriptures. Some books that may be helpful here, I think, would be Daniel Fuller's Unity of the Bible. Uh, now listen, there are obviously many more books than those three I've recommended, and if you wish to pursue some theological study for your group, I'm sure you will encounter a lot of different sources. If I can ever be of any assistance to you in helping you to recommend books or resources, then I'm happy to do so. All you have to do is to call and, or text or send me an email, just ask, and I will uh, offer any insight that I may have. Uh, if I have any at all. Alright, let me speak to two other points and then I'll wrap this episode up. First, I once had a friend tell me that theology is man-made. Let me assure you that it is not. Now I know that for some people there is probably nothing I can say to persuade you away from that type of idea, but the idea that some person just sat down and began to write a bunch of ideas and then published them in a big book under the term of theology something is really unfounded. Theological works, these books that we ought to read, really utilize all three of those smaller angles that I just mentioned. That's how these books come into publication. People search the scriptures by studying the languages, the historical and literary context, the place of a text, and the larger narrative of the Bible. With the information that is gleaned from that type of extensive study, it is pushed through the good filter of history. What has the church believed about this ideal over the last 2,000 years? You see, the development of theological works are not the ramblings of men with long beards. They are a precious resource that some have given their lives to publish so that we can stand on their shoulders and dive deeper into this infinite study of God. The point I wish to make here is that theology comes directly from the Scripture. If it's good theology, it's filtered through the lens of church history and organized into a nice, clean, understandable means between two pieces of leather bound together book for you to study. 
So I would encourage you not to scoff at theology or theological education, but to savor it for the glorious treasure that it is. Lastly, I want to say why I think you should study theology. Is there a good reason for the information I've given you, and is there a good reason that you should embark on such a glorious journey of the mind? And if so, what is the goal that this theology hopes to attain? Well, I know this. There is no way that I can give you all the reasons for why I think you should pursue to deepen your theological understanding in a 30-second blip. But I can say this. To study theology is to deepen your understanding of God, the most glorious, supreme, all-consuming, all-sufficient, great, grand, majestic being who breathed the universe into existence and whom we were created to glorify. Because God is this great and beyond, and because we were created to glorify Him, could there be a worthier subject to devote your mind to? Of course not. I am confident in this that to deepen your theological mind is to fulfill your purpose for which you were created and therefore deepens your personal happiness because you are understanding more about the source of all joy in the universe, which I think is the goal that theology seeks to attain, to increase your knowledge of the person and grace of Christ in a way that affects your heart. Don't just have head knowledge. Let what you learn affect your heart, affect your affections, affect your emotions that lead you to a deeper worship, that lead you to give your life to His mission. There is much I could say here, but perhaps I can leave it here. In America, you have a terrifyingly vast amount of theological study available right at your fingertips. I say terrifying because I think that type of access to such knowledge will be a judgment for someone one day. But take advantage of the opportunity and commit yourself to learning more about God. Don't scoff at theological education, but appreciate it. Seek to understand it and use it to deepen your worship and personal joy. All right, I know that's a lot, and that's hard to get into a 10-minute podcast, but I hope it's helpful. At least, if nothing else, it helping you to understand this big idea of theology and how it comes into being and why we should pursue studying it. I'm always here to offer further insight if you feel that you need it, so don't ever hesitate to reach out. Also, don't forget the Discipleship Conference coming up August the 14th to the 15th right here in Rainsville First Baptist Church, featuring your keynote, our keynote speaker, Miss Candy Gallaty. We'd like for you to invite your friends and really just anyone who is interested in discipleship and pray that God uses the weekend to stir fresh desires for our hearts to know Him more deeply. I pray you have an awesome week. I'll talk with you again next week right here on The Rep. Blessings.